welcome. Thank you for joining us this for this episode of the PNC Tech Beat. I am Mickey, one half of this episode, and with me is Lance. Lance is usually on the mm, Pondering Nerdcast, right? Yes. But he's joining me for this uh, special edition of, of Tech News, and let's get into it. Yes. Yeah. What's the first uh, topic? Uh, first off, uh, Microsoft released a huge, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's uh, an hour, hour or two. Mm. I don't quite remember. But they showed off something that, you know, I, it caught my eye when they said Microsoft and so, um, you know, the, uh, that Circus, Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're introducing their mixed reality headset with having a virtual, you know, <laughs> circus. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. like, okay, that's interesting. Doesn't look all that great. Kind of looks like something from like Second Life. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. How disappointing. Um, I mean, it's cool, I guess. It look, kind of looks like you're on acid. If you've ever taken acid, if you ever getting high and stuff like that. But that led me into why they were doing this. And because it was part of a show where Microsoft was announcing that they announced something called Microsoft Mesh, so for virtual reality. And to explain that easily, it's like, so you know that right now, the mixed reality headset for Microsoft is very expensive. I think it's around $1,400, maybe $2,000. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. um, so they're saying that you no longer just need their, um, pro, uh, their headset to experience their Microsoft virtual reality, mixed reality thing. And that you can... Now, the mesh part allows you to join other people with other headsets to join into your particular uh, meetings and stuff like that via those headsets. Okay. Where the avatars are even different. And um, they showed off people working on a design for a town. And one person came in and their avatar looked completely different than the other. Uh, I believe Microsoft, to know that they're on Microsoft, you, you appear to be like a hologram. This kind of semi-transparent ghost type of thing. Mm. So okay, that's what's happening there. When I was uh, watching it over your shoulder the other day, I was wondering what in the world this was. I was like, is this footage from some game from the 90s or something? <laughs> like, what is this? And then I saw the acrobatics and mm. I was still confused. And then you mentioned to me that it was a collaboration between Microsoft and Cirque du Soleil. And I was like, oh, yay, that's great. Inside, I was like, that's unneeded. <laughs> yeah, it just, it it didn't well strike I, me as anything like really spectacular the way one would be struck by Cirque du Soleil in real life. I think it's needed based on where we're going as a society when it comes to COVID and that sort of thing. I feel like it, that's the, it's it's going to be a place where people can actually go and escape. Now, is it good? No. <laughs> That's the thing. So why bother? But, well, these things usually need, you need some sort of um, interaction with the users so you can make it better. Mm, the graphics though. The graphics well, were. Well, you have to, you know, most good. of these companies are not going to put the money in and the time and the R&D if it's not going to be sold. If, if nobody is going to buy this thing, nobody's going to buy into it, what's the point of, you know, because if you put it this way. So it's it was like, more of a concept. Um, like a prototype i guess it wasn't a full-fledged work they're saying it is 
Uh-huh. I, I don't know how to what extent. All right, Microsoft. Um, and apparently they it's launched. So Mesh, Microsoft Mesh is mixed reality platform is a thing. Like it's it's launched. Yeah, definitely it's a thing. I just don't understand why there wasn't more um labor and effort given to the graphics. Because I think that right now the way headsets, these virtual headsets are made up. They just don't have the graphical power. If you want that graphical power, you're going to have to be tethered to a computer, uh, unfortunately. Oh. So the $300 Oculus has some good. It's good, but it's, it's, it's footage. The, the headsets that are linked to uh, uh, computers, much better. Much better. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. I got you. All right. What next? Uh, so, yes. The future of streaming is here, apparently. I don't know. This is kind of like another virtual reality sort of line of things. Have you ever heard of Code Miko? No. So this is a streamer, and her entire stream is virtual. So apparently this woman, she created a, she has a a full body motion capture suit that she uses mm-hmm. and um but you know so this woman was able to create a sophisticated all digital setup she can modify using her own skills as a coder brought to life by a full body mocap suit okay that's fun right yeah why not so just Im- so if if you follow me here so imagine you're watching your favorite streamer. Usually they're sitting in front of a camera. And most of the time, these um, streamers have one perspective from the camera, which is just them. Just straight up, that's it. You don't see the rest of the room. You can't move around unless the camera is somehow wireless and they can move around and stuff like that. There's a lot of constraints when it comes to this type of things. Some streamers who are fancy, they will have an extra angle that they can switch to. Now, this is completely 360 degree a 300 degree, um, 360 degree room that she built in virtual reality. And she, she streams that out to Twitch, YouTube, whatever, while she's playing games in the virtual reality. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So it can, and then she can pick a camera angle from wherever. All right. Wherever. So when I was looking up this character that she made, Mm -hmm. why does it keep getting banned? What's the controversy? I don't know. <laughs> because other people have characters that they made to represent them. So. Well, so depending on this, this service that she's streaming on, there are certain rules and stuff like that. Like for one, according to this, um, she got banned, I think at one point, because she was showing one of the characters that she made in underwear. You can't do that. on certain Oh, platforms. okay. Right. So... Oh, wow. That's so, hmm, because it's not a real person. So <laughs> that's a good way to get around the shit. Um, I mean, so someone, someone reported it then. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm indifferent to all that kind of stuff, but I don't know. Good for her. Sounds like fun. If you can do it, why not do it? Why not push your, your talent like that and see what's possible? I mean, when you think about it too, as well, this is kind of like the, the discussion we had last week about um, deep fakes and whatnot. Now, we have known that people in the past couple of several years have been very susceptible to a bunch of different things that they see online that 
they didn't realize that was fake. So, I mean, looking at her stuff, obviously it's very fake, um, but there are some people who sit there and they really think that's what gamers are. So they don't really, because you think about it, like the average person look at her stream, they think that's what it looks like. They think that that's what, you know, people who are, you know, gamers or who are into this sort of thing, that's what they're doing. But she's obviously not the... <laughs> the average streamer. She's, not, she's a coder, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and um, quite and some sort of VX, um, VR coder at that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, so wait, she's she herself is not playing the game in her. She's playing VR the game world. Oh, okay. she's playing the game in real life. So at the but, end of the day, it's a person playing a game, right? But she's in a mocap suit. Uh huh. So you know, there was a video in the, there would be a video in the article so you could watch uh, where she interviews a few people. Um, and it's, it's insane to look at. Is she, is she I mean, interesting? Like besides she, what you see, like as a personality, is this person interesting? Cause I'm, um, I'm not really into no, like watching no streams. I mean, she interviews other, it's kind of like watching space ghosts. Remember space ghosts? Oh, okay. You know how we had people up on the screen and stuff like that? Yeah. That was it's funny. Kind of like that. Is she funny? Um, I haven't watched enough to know oh. if she's funny. Okay. She doesn't really look any different than what you would see in any, you know, it, it, she didn't choose to be a person of color. Um, so there's that, you know, she's, it seems like she's modeled this after herself, but I don't know if she actually looks this way or not. Plus there has been this thing, this rise of what they call faceless influencers. Mm-hmm. People who are, you know, you never, you don't know what they look like. You just see a representation of them. Yeah. So. Well, shit, with all the pressure about how one looks in this society, I'm surprised there now hasn't you can, been more in the you past. You can craft it however you like. Yeah. 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 yeah, And just so. circumvent all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, cool. Well, um, the topic that I brought up for this segment has to do with the game engine Unity and their collaboration with the company Electrobit. Have you ever heard of that company, Electrobit? Maybe you did from CES. Because I think you watched CES this year, right? Um, I bit. didn't watch um, the CES stuff that I watched this year was from one platform. So I, I, mm. I, I've never heard of Electrobit. Okay. I do know of Unity, mm-hmm. but I don't know anything about Electrobit. No. Yeah. Well, uh, pretty much they have uh, this collaborative project, um, which is like a no brainer for me. It's like. They got together and they're making these um, user interfaces for cars, mm-hmm. the dashboards. Mm-hmm. And it is so cool. It's so slick. Unity brings their 3D touch and Electrobit makes uh, user interfaces, like the tools to develop them. And um, it's pretty cool. I mean, like computers are are being added to cars, their functionality more and more. So it's it makes sense to me. That is that is. Um, widely regard now as the next space to innovate in mm. is cars. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, look how look how much uh, time we spend in in vehicles alone. Like, whether we drive in them or not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was saying anyway because like I was just excited about it. Like, um, Unity, uh, being um added to something that is in our lives more. Mm. So it's like outside of gaming. Yeah. 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 I mean, at the end of the day, it, it is a 3D engine that you can create in. 
So, you know, if it's something they can use to create something that is familiar with people already, um, like a lot of gamers going into owning a car, whatever the case may be, a lot of the controls might seem very familiar. It makes more sense in True. that way. Um, but at the same time, you still need to design things that the layman can actually interpret properly yeah. and make sense as well. So yeah. there, I'm sure that's a challenge for them. <laughs> well, not really because Electrobit has been in that business for a while. Yeah. And they've they've worked with a lot of big companies to help them out with their user interfaces and stuff like that. So, oh, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to checking out cars and how dashboards evolve ah, over okay. time. Definitely they've evolved. We we checked out that Tesla at that. Um, at the Red Hook dealership. Yeah. 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 What would that be? Not an open house, an open car house? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to call it, but you could test drive it and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just another way for Tesla at the time was trying to, um, advertise that. Hey, come check out our stuff. We're that that un unattainable, unattainable. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we're here, we're real, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Although someone told us we could get a car for what fifty thousand around fifty 75? grand at the time. Yeah, some yeah. shit like that. I believe now you can get the regular one for like thirty. My God. Yes. <laughs> Closer. Yeah. Or twenty nine or something like that. Come right? to me. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh. So the next topic that I wanted to talk about was the the work from the Wiki Africa education program, pretty much what they're doing is it's, it's founded by the Moleskin foundation, which uh, if you think of the products that Moleskin makes, like those cute little um, notebooks that you can put in the palm of your hand and they feel so nice. And um, I, I always, I never use those books because it's just too nice to write in. But anyway, so the Moleskine Foundation made this education program to have uh, Native Africans, like from different nations all over Africa, actually edit their own Wikipedia pages. Because the fact of the matter is a lot of uh, Wikipedia, ar Wikipedia articles about African nations, African cultures, African language, different African languages, yada, yada, they're written by Westerners. And to me, that's just not cool. And it's not very accurate either like there's only so much you can know from being of them, outside of a nation right now i believe the top wikipedia editor is a white man mm. um, oh yeah totally we we yeah, watched that he, profile he, on him right and there's a lot of people there's been this has always been a, a topic of contention with wikipedia is the fact that anybody can edit and kind of do certain things yeah i, believe there's I mean it a has whole, its own system of checks and balances but still yeah it's still not i would say overall um you know not to say that oh it might be nefarious we don't really know i don't know what the information or misinformation that is already out there when it mm. comes to these countries and what the information you know i i don't know yeah. um but I, this is a i think this is a really good initiative i yeah. think this is Something that makes a whole lot of sense to me, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. N me too. It's it's accessible, and when you when you embrace that kind of power to represent yourself and represent your people, it it's, it opens up new worlds of um, like what you're capable of doing uh, with the power of the internet and a powerful enough computer <laughs> and mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and then like just shaping di digital culture for the rest of the world to learn from and. Yes. Partake in. Because so. representation matters, especially in something like this. Yeah. Um, just, you know, I only hope that it actually proceeds in a uh, decent manner, uh, you know, because 
with anything else, once you start to unleash these tools anywhere around the world, there are always people who are looking to do nefarious things. Uh, so yeah. I hope that, you know, but like you said, there are checks and balances and let's hope that nothing, you know, crazy comes out of this. And some, if it is crazy, it's, hopefully it's crazy good. Mm. Yeah. Well, have you ever tried to change up a Wikipedia article or write one yourself Not at or all. edit someone else's? Not at all. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. I tried and I mean, I have an account and I messed with some things, but I honestly don't even know what I did. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I at the end of the day I didn't change anything um but I tried to mm -hmm. and it looked like I had the editor in front of me open and everything but it was it wasn't easy it's not easy to change stuff so mm. um it makes sense that they're like training people to do this uh and then hopefully they'll train people and yada yada uh so yeah it's pretty cool we all use wikipedia so if you yourself have um edited wikipedia let us know what you edited it and uh maybe we can read it and maybe read it on the on the show so yes okay so online right we all live online and stuff right instagram if you have pictures on instagram you have to know that once you upload it it's not yours anymore it is used by instagram for educational purposes for research but whatever the fuck is in those terms and conditions that you and I and everyone on Instagram has signed. And pretty much none of us know what we just signed. Right. Um, Facebook has this program called Seer and Facebook owns Instagram. All that to say, your pictures have probably been run through this vision system of a program. And you helped this program to learn <laughs> this artificial intelligence to learn uh, pretty much um, billions of Instagram photos were created, um, were, were uh, scanned through this partially self-learning vision system. And I, I'm glad that I read it because I need reminders like this to know that my pictures I think that nobody cares about them. <laughs> they don't get any likes or anything like that. But yeah, they, they may very well be used for something. And I'm just not aware of it. Well, I, I, would, I would suspect that a study like this or a research like this would use everyday mundane pictures. Because they say yeah. this is object recognition um, AI. Yeah. It's a very specific type of AI. Most of the, um, Google has had something like this for a number of years. Oh, totally. Um, I think it was called Pixel or something like that. Mm. And, you know, what they're trying to do is categorize things overall. So, you know, I can see if your picture, if you have mundane pictures that are public, then they're probably going to use it for, for you know, for that sort of things for training and whatnot. Yeah. Well, um, here's the thing, though. The program itself, uh, the pictures that went through it were not uh, categorized. Right, and they it, weren't. It, it they were to, randomized. Uh, um, they didn't have any like labels attached to them. No, what I mean is the AI is going to categorize. Them. Mm, yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's what it's. That's a part of the learning process. Yeah, yeah, it has to do so. Yeah. So, it's kind of cool to think about, but at the same time, it's scary. Like, y'all gonna use my pictures for that? Well, I need I need I, to get I, more I, messy with my pictures. I <laughs> can see I can see people who are picture happy. 
Like they just have a ton oh God. of pictures yes. where, you know, I can see Facebook Woo. creating a app of some sort or algorithm of some sort where they're like, oh, we have now have Instagram photos where you upload all your you link it to a library of your pictures and we will automatically categorize them for you. Indeed. Automagic. Yeah. Yep. So and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people will go for that because a lot of people, unfortunately, when we move from um uh, taking pictures with film to digital it just got worse <laughs> yeah <laughs> because of the amount of pictures you can take and there are some people who take hundreds if not thousands in one sitting a lot a lot so yeah there, there is that sometimes i wish i was like that like i wish i cared enough i would rather to document my world i'd rather video yeah. I think video is be- is a better medium for that because mm. it's motion. Um, although there are a lot of people who like to do all kind of fuck shit with videos that that annoy me to no end when mm. they're you know, <laughs> you know, when they're in a sticky situation and stuff like that. Can't see what's going on, you can't really hear, or they cut it off at a certain very strange. Stop with the vertical video. Yeah, that sort of thing. Vertical it's just video is not for everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that happens with that. It's very, very annoying. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Well, uh, one somewhat silver lining, Facebook did promise to open source some of the technology behind here. Um, but we don't know when. We don't know how much of the code. We don't know uh, how accurate everything is right now. Um, and yeah, the usage rights, yada, yada, like none of that mm-hmm. <laughs> is available for us to know. So it remains to be seen. But yeah. Don't hold your breath for that. Uh, yeah. So uh, you you share one of one of your topics. I'm I'm tired of talking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last week I think we mentioned something about NFTs. Um, did we? Mm, did we? No, I don't think we did. No. Um, so now we were just talking to. I ourselves think we were just talking and, to ourselves. Yeah. And, <laughs> now we're talking so to you, folks. NFT NFT stands for non fungible token. So if you've been in been watching tech news recently, you've noticed that there've been a sale of a particular piece of digital art that went for about six million dollars or something like that. Yep, six point six. Right. This is very okay. It's kind of history making, <laughs> that sort of thing. So NFT is more or less, um, I would say, a part of blockchain technology, which is the same as Bitcoin. If you if, if to put it in perspective for you. If you know anything about blockchain, blockchain is hard to break. Um, it can actually prove ownership of a particular um, digital um, asset. Um, it's distributed. It, yes. Everyone has uh, Ac- access to it. A copy That's of a, the records. Yes, yeah. exactly. So NFT is is um, it, you know it, it allows you now to make something that's intangible tangible in in a certain way. Whereas, say, I came up with a song. And, you know, it's well received and stuff like that. And now it's time for me to sell it. You know, I can then sell it through this type of NFT system where um, you will, ha- I say, I if I say I literally only have five copies, that's all I have is five copies. And you will never get it again mm-hmm. after that. And people will, might pay big money for that sort of thing. And that's pretty much what it is. You're just kind of owning um, this uh, copy of a sorter. Well, not really. You can own the original if if 
You can own the original, but it's like a limited print. Yeah. And also there is like a, a proof of certificate of the original owner, which would be me, you know, right. and that's, that's you pretty much, key. yeah. So that's pretty much what that is. So because of that sale and now, um, now other people are looking to apply NFT to certain things. I believe there is a band that's coming out with a limited print of their new album or something like that. Yeah, I, think I forgot like, the band name. Damn. I think it's like 8,000 or something like that they're going to sell and then they're done. Um, so, yep. um, and if you uh, have been paying attention uh, to what Twitter has been doing, they have a few new um, features that are coming out soon. Uh, one of them is super followers. Right, right. So this is like I, I called it um, Twitter OnlyFans, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> only tweets, um, where you know, you know, you can now pay a particular amount to your favorite Twitter personality and get exclusive tweets, <laughs> whatever that is. So content, which I think is a terrible idea because now you're actually putting people to kind of perform in a certain mm. way, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but, but people, a lot of people love to perform, so whatever. Yeah, but you're kind of setting up, there's a whole thing about productivity versus real, like, you know, living your life versus trying to perform for other people and stuff like that. There's a very bad balance that's happening, especially when it comes to content creators, influencers and stuff like that. A lot of these people go depressed very, very easily or get burned out. So now you have someone where tweets can just kind of fire off like that, unless you have some exclusive shit to say every single minute. Wow. I don't really see how that's beneficial to you. Um, because now you're kind of forced to be creative in a certain way to show that there's value in what you're selling. And not only do you have to be creative, you, like you are the entertainment, right? But then you're also your own agent. You all, you're also your own marketing team. Mm-hmm. You're also your own like accountant. Accountant, everything. You are everything. So no wonder people are being burnt out. Exactly. Wow. So that, and that's why a lot of these people that we are so fond of to watch and and share their content, they go crazy <laughs> for for lack of a better term and pressure um it's just too much pressure so i don't think this is a good idea yeah um you know because i'm sure this somebody would find some way to really mess with this because uh jack dorsey the ceo of twitter he, excuse me um he just sold his um his first tweet um Boy. <laughs> <laughs> With with the NFT Ain't sort of thing. give a shit about your first tweet. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. somebody does. <laughs> Tell me, so, someone well, someone bought he it. He sold this tweet Man. from 15 years ago. Yo, I need to get famous. I need money. <laughs> Guess how much he sold it for? Um, without looking at the article. I mean, this is the founder. So and so, what he's like the first person to tweet anything ever, right? I'm assuming. Um, I would say like. Five million? No. Lower or higher? You get one more guess. It's lower. Okay. A million. No. <laughs> lower or higher? You, you, that's it. Your, your guesses are All done. All right. Well. You're done. You're, you're done. You're done, man. Fine. <laughs> How you're much done. is it? I want to so, know. Yeah. So he, he <laughs> sold it for 100000 Oh, shit. A little oh, over 100000 high. Right. <laughs> Apparently, he sold his first tweet that he made. Okay. From 15 years ago. It just says, just setting up my Twitter. And he doesn't even spell out Twitter. It's T-W-T-T-R. <laughs> oh, shit. But you know what? They did try that for the branding. What? Yeah. Oh, they they didn't put um the, the vowels in it. Oh. Yes, I remember that. Well, 
obviously that didn't work. <laughs> that's hilarious. You know what? That's still a good amount of money. Th- that's pretty good. I like mean, no effort. Shit. I'm going to go back and sell my first tweet. <laughs> For real. But I have a feeling you probably have to be eligible or some bullshit or whatever. I'm sure there's a gate into that. I'm sure this this is Word. just not this whatever it is. Like how? How? How, Sway? How do you even sell a tweet? You well, got to give Twitter it. a cut? I don't get it. Well, he's he's CEO. He ain't giving nobody. No, for real, though. But, like, if other people want to do it through the super follow, can they do it? I, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know how, questions. how that would work. Um, you know. All right. Oh, yeah. And the, the band is called Kings of Leon. They're, they're the ones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like their uh, music. Hmm. All right. Well, um, so I had a cute little, like, last topic. Uh, it, it's cute, but it's also kind of gross. Okay. This doctor, right? Um, Doctor, uh, what what the fuck was his name? Um, This doctor, right? Okay, so, oh, Dr. Gavin Armstrong. Okay. He developed this metal fish, right? That you can uh, ultimately cook. And it releases, it diffuses iron for people who are iron deficient. And all you have to do is pretty much cook down, cook this <laughs> this metal fish for like ten minutes, and it will release enough iron for you for the day. And it's it's you can reuse this metal fish for up to five years, and it gives you iron. <laughs> and it's shaped like a fish for folks um, who really like fish. Like uh, like for example, he was inspired by Cambodians who hold fish to be um, symbolic of like goodness and stuff and in india um his uh company actually shaped them as leaves so that's pretty interesting um but yeah gross but kind of cool yeah (laughs) people eat weird things all the time all the time yeah so those are the topics that we have for you today those were the things that caught our eye and let us know what catches your eye please because we like to talk about tech all kinds of tech from all over the world obviously um yeah rate and review and uh that is a way of letting us know that we're doing the right thing we're on the right track in entertainment entertaining you and uh yeah lance any parting words rate and review later y'all